Today's episode of My Best Life Podcast is a special wellness episode with Shauna Mann, nutritionist and cooking class instructor. She's going to be giving us health tips and ideas on how to become healthier with breakfast, snack, lunch, and dinner options. This is My Best Life Podcast. Welcome to My Best Life Podcast with Flavia Abadia. We are a new inspirational and motivational podcast featuring people with positive mindsets achieving tremendous things with tips, advice, and life lessons to help you live your best life. Today's episode is brought to you by Scoria. Spark the child within with signature cork yoga mats and accessories by using the code MYBESTLIFE at checkout for 15% off your order. Hello and welcome to My Best Life podcast. Today's special guest is nutritionist Shauna. Hi. And she's going to help us (laughs) with a health segment on what to eat and how to be healthier. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, and I'm excited to have you because a lot of people, when they're trying to be healthy, they ask like, oh, what should I eat? What should I not eat? Or like, even my sister, she just started boxing and she's like, I don't even know what to cook. She's not a cook. So like, you're going to give us some ideas for like breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about living a balanced lifestyle, some meal prepping tips, Mm -hmm. some breakfast tips, because I know people don't really eat breakfast. And for me, it's like my favorite meal of the day. Yeah, I love it. I like go to sleep thinking about what I'm going to have for breakfast. Okay, (laughs) That's cool. Okay. So, um... Well, quickly, did you want to tell us a little bit about how you got into nutrition? Sure. Um, It wasn't such a straight line for Mm me. Um, I was always into health and nutrition. It was just a little skewed because I did Mm -hmm. struggle with an eating disorder for about 12 years. Oh, okay. Um, So I've always been into health and nutrition. It wasn't just the healthiest for me mm-hmm. throughout those years. Um, I did everything from every weight loss pill to every diet, like Weight Watchers. So you know like what works every, and what doesn't. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you've it all. Exactly. Yeah. I've done everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's also what has kind of made me the nutritionist I am is mm-hmm. all those experiences because yeah. it's helped kind of shape my philosophy around nutrition and I like to say that I'm not such a typical nutritionist like I believe in a very non-restrictive lifestyle because in my personal life that's what's helped me the most to have yeah. a lifelong success mm-hmm. um so as we were talking about before yeah. is I always like to say I eat what I want when I mm-hmm. want it Um, because that's what I believe in. You should be able to eat what you want when you want it and not have the anxiety and guilt and shame around food. I think that's so important because when you start like putting negative feelings towards food, that's when things start going downhill basically. For sure. And like exercise kind of plays into that too. Like I'm definitely guilty of eating McDonald's one night and Mm -hmm. then being like, okay, now we have to go to the gym in the morning. Mm -hmm. But it's separating the two as well is actually very important. Um, So yeah, I can proudly say that I'm fully recovered from my eating disorder. It was basically about a year and a half ago, everything changed for me. I decided to leave a relationship that wasn't serving me anymore. Um, 
and just kind of got rid of some negative things that were going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that the food side of things balanced out on its own once I kind of took control of my life in other dimensions of my life, basically. Um, So that's also very interesting. A lot of people think that... You know, I have all this guilt and shame and regret Mm -hmm. and all these negative feelings around food. But it's what else is going on in life. Yeah, that's so true. Because a lot of people use food as a coping mechanism. Um, Same with exercise. Mm -hmm. Although exercise can be a good thing, especially for the mind um, and obviously the body. But yeah, turning to what else is going on in life and when I do see clients that's kind of what I look for is what else is going on in life that causes all the negative feelings towards food so it's interesting when you kind of flip it and look Mm -hmm. at more so the emotional stuff rather than what's laid out in front of you yeah that's that's true because we're a whole person if we're not isolated bits so yeah you need to look at your feelings what's going on in your life exactly and also like you know I want my clients to be able to go out for dinner and enjoy and not feel like they have to choose the healthiest thing on the menu Mm -hmm. and all these things that as a society we do without Mm -hmm. like consciously or subconsciously we just do yeah so I try and steer away from that and that's how I I that's kind of why my philosophy around nutrition is the way it is mm-hmm. um my background's actually in early child education oh okay. so that's what I did before I became a nutritionist okay. I worked in daycares for four years and it just was not for me I, I do... was a teacher before oh really yeah. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> yeah yeah I just I've always loved teaching mm-hmm. um that's definitely a part of what I do, especially as a nutritionist. You know, mm-hmm. I'm teaching people all the time. Yeah. Um, I just decided that it wasn't good for me anymore. Mm-hmm. So I went back to school. I was actually working at a daycare and doing school to become a nutritionist oh, wow. part-time okay. evenings. So it was a long couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't regret it. at all I love what I do it's amazing when you actually do something you're passionate about and now I do a lot of cooking classes so I still do teach yeah it's just adults and not children yeah (laughs) which is exciting you're gonna be um providing some recipes right and we'll have those on our website so mybestlifepodcast.com so be sure to check those recipes out. Yes, some healthy breakfast tips. Yeah. So do you want to start with um, the breakfast ideas sure. you had? Yeah, sure. So um, actually, before we do breakfast, okay. why don't we talk a little bit about like when you first wake up? Okay. Because a lot of people, there's a lot of things in that window that you can do to benefit your health. For me personally believe it or not, my favorite time of the day mm-hmm. is 5 to 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. No, it's it's that's a little early. But that, that's good. You get a yeah, good start on the day. It's quiet. It's okay. dark out. It's really the one time that I have in the day that nothing else matters. It's my self-care time. 
Okay. So sometimes I'll wake up and if I have a lot on my mind, sometimes I'll journal, which is kind of rare, mm. but sometimes I'll journal just to get things down on paper. Okay. Um, typically I work out at that time. I always do 6 a.m. workouts. Okay. Um, what else do I do? Yeah, like getting your body moving at that time of the yeah. day and just stretching because it kind of sets you up for a more calm mental and body throughout the day okay so it takes a bit to get used to yeah like what time (laughs) do you go to bed oh like nine oh Uh, yeah I'm asleep very early I'm like a grandma (laughs) I want to start waking up earlier but then sometimes when I'm DJing I get home it's like 3 a.m. So yeah, no, you can't five. do yeah. it. Even if I go to bed at, let's say, 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. I won't wake up early. Okay. So I, I plan it. I also, I don't know if you know ClassPass. Um, no. So ClassPass is a basically an online gym membership. Oh, So okay. you pay, I pay for 10 classes a month, and I can go to any studio in the city. So you can go to very boutique type places. Oh, so this is in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. All over the world. Oh. Yeah. So okay. let's say I traveled to New York. Okay. I can still use my class pass on studios in New York. It's really oh. amazing. Okay. And it, the best part about it, it actually ties into accountability mm-hmm. because there's a 12-hour window. You can't If you cancel within the 12-hour window of your class, mm-hmm. you get charged. So for me, I do 6 a.m. classes. So if I don't cancel by 6 p.m. the night before, which I don't, yeah. I have to go to the class. Yeah. So even if I don't want, my alarm goes off at five in the morning and I really don't want to go, I have to go. Mm-hmm. So it kind of keeps me accountable. Okay. So it, it's amazing. You should check it out. Okay. Class pass. Okay. Yeah. It's an app? It's or, an app. Okay. So I do everything. I do spinning. Mm-hmm. I do boxing. I do boot camps. I do yoga, Pilates. I, I like to switch it. That's the one thing I love about it is mm-hmm. you can switch it up and do anything really. Nice. So, okay. yeah, you should check it out. Okay. It's awesome. So that's kind of how I start my day. Um, I'll wake up, go do a workout, come home. Um, I typically start my day with a smoothie. Okay. The reason why, I know it's very stereotypical and cliche. That's <laughs> but okay. I have smoothies too. I, I just love it because it's nutrient dense. Mm. You know, you as long as a meal has the three macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbs. Okay. It's a well-balanced meal. So even in smoothie form, it's even better because A, it's like pulverized. Mm -hmm. So it takes away from your digestive system having to break down food. It's basically broken down for you. So it's better absorbed, the nutrients. And you can throw in the the things that I put in my smoothie. You'd be like, know about that (laughs) but it actually for example I put raw cauliflower or I'll put I always put a veggie okay whether it's cucumbers zucchini cauliflower I always put spinach I find spinach is so good because you don't taste exactly I don't like kale in my smoothies because you can taste it yeah um, you have to put very little amounts but I always so I always put a veggie I always put um, a carb source, so whether okay. that's a banana, a cup okay. of berries, something like that, protein. So I use, I personally use a whey protein, okay. so it is dairy-based. So mm-hmm. if you 
can't handle dairy, then it's not the best. Yeah. Um, but I like it because it's fast absorbing. Okay. So what I do to prevent the problem with protein powders is that if you're using a fast absorbing protein like a whey isolate, you get hungrier faster because your body takes up the protein faster. Oh, okay. And it doesn't satiate you as long. Okay. So to combat that, I add in a fat source. So I'll either put a nut butter or I'll put MCT oil, which is very popular right now. Do you know what MCT oil is? So it's medium chain triglycerides. Okay. So it's basically the pure form of coconut oil. Oh, so it's liquid Mm -hmm. it's not solid at room temperature and it's great for the brain it's great for fat loss um and it's really great to pair with a protein source okay so if people don't have that oil i guess they could use coconut oil totally yeah you could totally put like a teaspoon of coconut oil okay yeah cool coconut oil is not as high in mcts as straight mct oil Um, Also with MCT oil, you do want to look for one like um, the Bulletproof brand. I don't know if you've heard of them. Okay, no. So they do a whole line of collagen and cacao powders and all these superfoods. They do coffee. Okay. um, And they make MCT oil that's purely from coconut. Otherwise, it can be mixed with palm oil. And oh, that's nice. yeah. yeah, so I've tried the ones that mix with palm oil and it mm. basically just kills your stomach. Okay. So you want to make sure that it's a good quality MCT oil that's made from pure coconuts. Okay. Yeah, so I put that in my smoothie. Um, also, that helps with energy production as well. Okay. What else do I throw in? And then I'll put in random superfoods. Like this morning, I put in spirulina. Okay, yeah. Have you heard of spirulina? Yeah, I have a powder that has like spirulina and a bunch of like other like seaweed type. Of yeah. So it's things. a yeah. yeah, it's a blue green algae, mm-hmm. but it's just really high in protein, minerals, vitamins. Um, just great for like detoxing mm. and. Honestly, the more green you get into the your body, the better. Yeah. So what else do I put in my smoothie? Sometimes I'll put maca. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have maca also. Yeah, maca is amazing, yeah. especially for hormones. Yeah, and... it helps balance your hormones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> random stuff. I also started putting um, a powder called Kamu Kamu. Okay, yeah. It's like, you know about yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, really high in vitamin C. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, really good for like the winter time yeah. and it tastes oh, good yeah it's really good and it gives me like so much energy yeah yeah because the vitamin c is an electrolyte so it kind of helps with oh, like okay. balancing the body and nice so that's typically what i have for breakfast a lot of people start their morning with lemon water Okay, yeah. That's a huge thing. Lemon water, apple cider vinegar, first thing in the morning. Okay. Um, I sometimes do it. I'm not consistent with it. So what does apple cider vinegar do for your body? So basically when you do apple cider vinegar or lemon, they basically Mm -hmm. do the same thing. So our bodies naturally thrive in an alkaline state. Okay. 
due to our diets, our lifestyle, our environment, we're more so on the acidic side. And that's when disease and illness thrive. Okay. So we want to keep our body more on the alkaline state by mm. consuming like fresh, wholesome food, good quality food and more alkaline based foods. Mm-hmm. But apple cider vinegar and lemon juice mixed in water, what it does is it balances the pH in our body. So people think, especially with apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. it's a vinegar, it's acidic. Yeah. It actually does the opposite when you're in when you ingest Just it. Just like lemon. Like yeah. lemon is acidic, but when it's in your body it becomes alkaline. Exactly. Which is cool, strange. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. a lot of people like I work in a health store full time. Mm-hmm. So people will come in and say, Oh, I have heartburn, I've acid reflux, what can I do? And I tell them, Well, apple cider vinegar, they say, No, 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 but it's it's a vinegar it's acidic said mm-hmm. but it does the opposite on top of that it actually starts the di- digestive juices flowing so okay. it increases your stomach acid which increases your enzyme production so you can actually break down food better oh so okay. even taking a one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar mix in a little bit of water say like 15 minutes before each meal helps your digestive process along okay so it's not the most appetizing thing to be taking apple cider vinegar three times a day yeah so doing it just first thing in the morning is beneficial it also help does help with weight loss because it helps to boost your metabolism and wake up your body so most people do use it for digestive or weight loss purposes um, but it does also balance the ph in your body too okay Cool. Thanks yeah. for all this information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, t- you could start your day with a lemon water mm. or apple cider vinegar and then have a bre- breakfast. If you're not a breakfast person, have breakfast a little bit later. Like, nobody said, there's no rules around when you should eat. Okay. Um, I, me personally, I typically don't like to go more than three hours without a meal or a snack just because me personally I get angry (laughs) that's a good tip though to have snacks on hand for sure which I guess you'll talk about snack ideas yeah definitely but yeah always being prepared especially if you know the day you're gonna have if you know Mm -hmm. that you're constantly running around yeah that that's a great tip because sometimes if you're running around you're like oh shit I forgot to have this meal or oh my god I forgot to have lunch or yeah but it's also like if you're running around and you you're not prepared there's nothing wrong with stopping and grabbing something quick to eat there are a lot of healthy options on the go Mm -hmm. um but even not you know if if there's no healthy let's say the only thing available is a mcdonald's in the Mm -hmm. next like a hundred kilometers what are you gonna do you're gonna starve or you're gonna eat something yeah so you can have a salad not even like to be honest like i would go for the burger like why not oh no why not i can't like mcdonald's or not for me it's not my ideal choice but like if i'm gonna have mcdonald's like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have a big mac like i'm gonna go all out okay okay might as well (laughs) because i know you were saying we were talking about earlier before we started recording like if there's it's better to eat something, even if it's not the healthiest, than to go without eating because yeah. there are no healthy options. So let's say, I don't know, you're at a party and there's like 
nachos, pizza, and all this stuff, and you haven't eaten, instead of like being like, oh no, I'm just gonna wait like four hours until I get home to have something healthy. Yeah, it's better to have something for in sure. Your body. And yeah. also, if you think about it, if you wait, let's say four hours mm-hmm. after your initial hunger, you're gonna be starving. So you're gonna reach for something unhealthy anyways because Mm -hmm. at that point your body's starving so you're not thinking okay well now i'm gonna open my fridge and see what meal i could put together like no you're gonna eat to thrive at that point Mm -hmm. and you're gonna most likely go for something that isn't the healthiest to begin with so you might as well just enjoy that pizza and nachos at the party yeah (laughs) And then you can have it with water instead of pop. Or yeah, totally. Water with lemon if they have lemon. Yeah, yeah, like there's always ways to go about it, even when you're going out. Um, I more so help my clients with portion control rather okay. than um, the the. I do the quality of food, mm-hmm. but I want them to feel comfortable going for brunch and having an eggs benedict with bacon Mm. you know and still feel like they can enjoy food and stick to their health goals Mm -hmm. because like i said i i like to live a very non-restricted lifestyle so and that's when i've had the most success and to be honest that's when i've actually lost the most weight yeah is when i let myself eat whatever i want exactly you just have to control the portions so yeah Yeah. and also like i love chips okay like i'm a huge chip fanatic so when i was struggling and i was being restrictive even if i had one chip i would eat the whole bag because in your mind the mental side of it you're you've broken your diet you know what i mean so then it's like, okay, well then like... Oh, it's already broken, might as well just Exactly. And okay. then it's like you finish the chips and then you go to this and the next thing and the next thing. And then you're sitting there like, what did I just do? Okay. Whereas now I'll have a bowl of chips because I want it. And okay. that's a snack and it's okay, okay. and it's healthy. And-, and you can have like... Yeah, half the bag instead of the whole bag because it's part of your diet. Exactly. It's not like you're breaking it exactly. and going crazy. Exactly, yeah. and it's not so... I don't even like the word diet. Okay. Um, because to me, that implies a short-term thing. Okay. That's why I like to say lifestyle yeah. because it is a lifestyle. And I know that it's said over and over how to have a balanced and healthy yeah. lifestyle. It's not about the diet. It's about the lifestyle. But it really is. To me, diet is you're following trends. Um, Like right now, the keto diet is very popular. Like everyone's coming in. I don't know what the keto diet is. So basically, the keto diet is... So our body naturally burns glucose, which is carbs, for energy. What you do is you remove carbs from the diet and your body switches to burning ketones which is fat for energy so then you lose more fat good for your brain and for so many things it depends the person some people thrive Mm. on it some people can't sustain it me i would never be able to sustain it because i love carbs Mm. and to not eat 
carbs to me like to me there's a reason why carbs are a macronutrient yeah our bodies need it to thrive do we need as much as we do eat probably not but it's the keto diet has become very popular because you can get quick weight loss results i know that's good for people who have had mold issues in their homes yeah like they should not have carbs like, I actually haven't heard that. Yeah, if if you have like really bad mold, yeah, and it's in your system, like interesting, yeah, it's better not I'm to look have that carbs. up. Yeah, but I guess for everything else, it's good to have some carbs. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, unless you're following the keto, <laughs> keto yeah, diet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, what are some practical breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snack ideas you can? give us to try sure um so like i said typically for breakfast i do have a smoothie Mm -hmm. Um, i'm going to be giving you a really delicious it's a raspberry beet smoothie and the color of it is stunning it's like this deep purple it's so pretty okay um and it's really delicious um another thing that i like to really teach my clients because a lot of people are they like to sleep as long as they can in the mornings um so People typically don't have breakfast because they're on the go or they have to shower and get ready. They don't have Mm. time. So one of the things that I like to do is overnight soaked oats. Okay. Because you can literally do it the night before. You just put the oats with some nut milk of some sort. Mm -hmm. You could put some chia seeds in there. Yeah, you can make chia pudding overnight Totally. Yeah, Yeah, and just stick it in the fridge in a mason jar Mm -hmm. and just grab it in the morning. You could add some berries, some nut butter. I like things that give me a lot of variation with one recipe. Okay. So even with the soaked oats recipe that I'm going to give you, the options are endless yeah you can put whatever berries you want you can put whatever nut butters uh, mm-hmm. protein hemp seeds chia seeds that's good because then you're not having the same like boring thing every day you can yeah. change it up um i like putting a little maple syrup in yeah my so good <laughs> yeah i actually use have you heard of coconut nectar no. Oh my god, it's the best. You need to try okay. it. Okay. Cool. I'm learning so many <laughs> things. Yeah. So coconut nectar is made from the sap of the okay. coconut tree. And it's I use it in replacement for any liquid sweetener. Okay. So a granulated sweetener would be coconut sugar. That's okay. they're pretty much the same thing. Um, the one thing I love about coconut sugar and coconut nectar is they're mm. low glycemic. Okay. So they don't affect your blood sugar levels the same way that a maple syrup or a honey does. Okay. So I and guess it's, it's just better. as sweet. So it's better for people with diabetes? For sure. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. It's so good. I I usually just drizzle it if I make pancakes. Like last weekend I made coconut flour pancakes for my niece and I. Okay. And I put some coconut nectar on it and she loved it. Well, it's sugar. Like it's sweet. Yeah. So who wouldn't love it? Okay, cool. Coconut flour. Okay. Yeah. I haven't even had that. I've tried quinoa flour. So coconut flour is a little bit tricky to work with. Okay. Only because it's really high in fiber. So it really takes up a lot of moisture oh, okay. so, so it's liquids. not exactly so it's okay. not a one-to-one in terms of flour so for example when I made the pancakes mm-hmm. it was a quarter cup of flour and three eggs so okay. it's a lot of 
Uh, plus, it had some nut milk in it. Okay. So you really, I haven't really played a lot with coconut flour. I typically okay. like find recipes when I want to use it because okay. I just don't know the ratios. Okay. Um, but yeah, I typically make like coconut flour pancakes. They're so good. Cool. They're so fluffy and delicious. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try that. I should I'll send you a recipe. It's okay. not mine, but I'll send you one because it's okay. so good. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's typically I'll do pancakes on mm-hmm. the weekends. Um, but yeah, you could do chia seed pudding. That's also great on the mm. go. Um, I sometimes do like an egg and veggie scramble. Um, okay. So you literally just chop up whatever veggies, scramble some eggs, and just saute it all together in and a pan. And you could do that the night before, so it's already ready. You totally could do it the night mm-hmm. before. You could even like pre-chop the veggies before if you want it fresh and hot in the mm-hmm. morning. And then just saute, you could even saute the veggies the night before, so it's all ready, okay, and you could yeah. just throw them in the pan with some egg, and there you go. Okay. You could have some toast on the side of it. Cool, so yeah. it's preparation. Yeah, like meal prep is pretty huge in terms yeah. of success. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest meal prep person, mm-hmm. because I never know what I'm going to feel like. Mm-hmm. I'm a very... I like I'm very creative when it comes to being in the kitchen so I'll literally open my fridge and for example you could look in my fridge and say there's nothing here it's just loose things mm-hmm. but I'll look at it and I'll always turn it into something okay, yeah that's, that's cool. one thing my mom is I'm incredible at and she taught me and my sisters that okay. just how to turn something how to turn nothing into something mm-hmm. And we do it all the time. It's like a cool. thing in our family. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, for breakfast, um, those are typically the things that I eat. Okay. I, I'd switch it out between typically an egg scramble and the smoothie. But smoothie is really my go-to because it's just so easy. And also, I've done um, boiled eggs. Yeah. So, like, I just do a pot. I put all the eggs in, boil it, put it back in the carton, Sometimes I put like a little mark on it <laughs> just to know it, it's boiled. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I just take it in the morning sometimes if I'm yeah. going somewhere. I do that because I have a lot of eggs with snack. Okay. Um, I find, I don't know, for me, eggs are just like I'll hard boil some eggs and yeah. just pack them as snacks. But then as I'm eating them, I'm always worried that people are going to smell it because they're stinky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like in the store, like trying to eat my hard-boiled eggs as fast as I can yeah. so people can't smell them. <laughs> I don't care as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You eat what you can. Don't care what people think. It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Until someone says, smells in here. So what are snack ideas? So, in terms of snacks, um, so I find that people typically go for, like, a piece of fruit, mm-hmm. a granola bar, something that's quick, on the go kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, I usually have, so if I'm going to have a piece of fruit, I usually pair it with a protein or a fat source. Okay. Um, so basically what that does is the protein and the fat slows down the absorption of the sugar from the fruit. So it actually balances your blood sugar and it sustains you a bit longer. So that would be like nuts? Yeah, so I would eat an apple with some nut butter or Mm -hmm. a handful of almonds or Brazil nuts or... What if someone's allergic to nuts? What's um, You could do seeds. 
Okay. So you can do sunflower seed butters, really oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So my sister, who I actually live with right now, mm-hmm. she's anaphylactic to nuts. Oh. So okay. I can't have nuts. So I do a lot of sunflower seed butter. Okay. Um, pumpkin seeds are also great. Okay. Um, sunflower seeds. Course. So you can just have those like in a Ziploc or something. Yeah, yeah. totally. You could even cool. make like a really random like trail mix with some seeds. You could put some, you could put dark chocolate chips in it. Ooh. You could put coconut flakes. Okay, you could. Goji okay. berries. Yeah. You could just make like a. Like cram- dried cranberries. Totally. Or raisins. Yeah. Or there's also, um. Oh shoot! What's it called? Golden berries. I love. Yeah. I'm obsessed with golden berries. Yeah. Uh, they're so- have you ever had them fresh? No. They are so good. Oh, okay. I normally have them dry. Yeah. But if you ever see them at a grocery store, you have to try fresh golden berries. They're okay. just they're like juicier. They still taste the same. They're mm-hmm. so good, but they're hard to find. Yeah, because the ones I get it's from Miski Organics. They like import okay. them from Peru. Yeah. Yeah. They're so good. They're so mm-hmm. sour, but I love them. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing in a trail mix. Mm-hmm. Um, even just um like I know granola bars are really popular, you know, the mm-hmm. the Quaker with the chocolate dip. Yeah. So like those things that I used to eat when I was younger. Um, there's a lot of companies who are making really good quality bars. Mm-hmm. Um Lara bars are great. Okay. They only have like four ingredients in them and they're date based. So a lot of people say, oh, well, they're high in sugar, but it's natural sugars. Mm-hmm. It's good for a good energy boost. Dates are a great, great snack. And there's, totally. all the, there's also these um, snacks that I've had that are dates with like nuts around or dates yeah. with coconut around, coconut flakes. One of my favorite things is I used to use it as a pre-workout snack, actually. Oh, so okay. I took uh, medjool dates. Those are like the big plump ones. Okay. And I take the pit out and I put some nut butter in it oh. and just eat it as is. And it's it's candy. Okay. Like It's so good. So I'd use that as a pre-workout because the dates give you a good energy boost. Mm. Um, so that's a great snack too. Yeah. Especially if you're like a late night snacker. Okay. Um, we could dive into that as well because okay. I know a lot of people tend to eat late yeah. at night and don't want to eat late at night. Yeah. Um, basically with late night snacks, it's totally okay to have mm-hmm. a say. Like if you're hungry, you're hungry. You have to listen to your body and what's yeah. best for your body. Yeah. I would typically have snacks that balance your blood sugar. So basically you don't want to go to sleep after consuming all the sugar and then your body's all revved up. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I'll do, you know, those little cups of unsweetened applesauce. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'll do like one of those and I'll put some cinnamon on it because cinnamon's amazing for balancing blood sugar levels. Oh, okay. And I'll put some hemp or chia seeds on top for the protein. Oh, cool. And it's a perfect, it, fills you up oh i never thought of that okay yeah that's i have the applesauce but i never thought of putting things on it yeah okay i like to take something and just enhance it to make it a little bit more healthy okay so that's my kind of go-to nighttime snack but even it's the same with any snack just as long as it's paired with a protein and a fat 
it's going to balance your blood sugar and you won't get the spikes and the drops in your levels because that's where that's basically why I eat every two and a half three hours Mm -hmm. to balance my blood sugar okay um when you get the spikes that's when you start craving sorry when you get the spikes you're all like revved up and then you get the crash and when you get the crash that's when you start craving a lot of sweets a lot of carbs and you will just make unhealthy choices and eat whatever you want just to bring your levels back up but instead of bringing them back up to normal it spikes again and then you get these big like ups and downs in your blood sugar so you do want to try and eat consistent meals throughout the day to balance your blood sugar levels So that's why, like, snacks are my favorite. Yeah. I look forward to snacks. I love okay. it. But like we said, like, hard-boiled eggs yeah. are great. Um, veggie sticks with hummus. Oh, yeah. I also, love that. Like, yeah. carrots with hummus. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And you can make your own hummus. Like, I typically do buy. Yeah, I buy just for it's time e- It's easy. Yeah. Exactly. It's easy. But the great thing with making your own is you can really flavor it however you want it's really just chickpeas tahini lemon juice salt pepper and then sometimes i'll roast up some peppers like if i have peppers that are going bad in the fridge Mm -hmm. i'll roast them and throw them in and make a roasted red pepper hummus okay or if i have beets that are going bad i'll roast them and then throw them in and make a beet hummus okay so there's so many very variations you can do Um, to use up stuff in your fridge that's going bad as well cool yeah so veggie sticks with hummus is great uh what else do i eat for snacks that's typically Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll make like a small smoothie uh, but i usually keep that for breakfast okay and then for lunch what are some good ideas lunch or dinner lunch and dinner um so when I make dinner at night, I typically make enough to have for lunch the next day. So that's why I say that I don't really meal plan in the sense mm. that I don't spend my Sundays prepping my meals for the week. I usually just do it kind of like in a two-day process almost. So okay. whatever I had for dinner the night before is typically what I'll have for lunch the next day. That's smart. Um, so just making more than you need for exactly, that day. Exactly, okay. exactly. And even when you do make that one dinner, let's say on a Monday night, you can triple the recipe and have it for a few nights or a yeah. few lunches. Um, I'm typically really busy on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So as much as it's weird yeah. to say, I really don't have that much time to yeah. meal prep for the week. Mm-hmm. And that's just what works for me. And what works for me may not necessarily work for you or someone yeah. else. So, okay. but meal prepping is important. Um, it does help for those long days when you get home and there's nothing to eat. You yeah. can open your fridge and put together a meal really quickly. Yeah. So doing things like cooking large batches of quinoa or brown rice or other grains like wheat have you heard of wheat berries wheat berries yeah so it's a grain it's a whole grain and they they do take a long time to cook they take about an hour an hour and 10 minutes is it wheat so to be honest i'm not 100 percent sure okay 
exactly what they i know they're a whole grain and okay. they're delicious they almost okay. have a bit of a chew to them okay they're so good if you find them you should make them okay. i usually throw them on salads or stuff like that for mm. a carb um even things like spelt or kamut are okay. also whole grains that you can cook up and store in your fridge mm-hmm. and you can throw them in salads you can use them you can make a quinoa salad with roasted veg and okay. whatever else you want to put well, in that it good. Yeah. <laughs> i know i'm getting hungry yeah. <laughs> um so yeah cooking up like large batch batches mm-hmm. of things is important um having canned beans is a great way for to get a quick protein. Yeah, and that's easy if it's already done. Like, and it's cheap. It's super cheap. Because a lot of people think that eating well, and sometimes it can be like expensive to eat healthy. Yeah. But beans and grains are really cheap. Really cheap. Yeah. And then you just need to buy veggies that you like. Mm-hmm. You could always pre-chop them, so it's literally a grab and go kind of situation. Yeah. You open your fridge, and you can make a couple dressings on the side and you have a great meal yeah um another thing i do is sometimes i won't make dressings i'll just drizzle some olive oil some lemon juice salt and pepper and that's it yeah Yeah, it's so simple or sometimes i mix it with mustard yes yeah i put a little dijon mustard sometimes maybe some balsamic sometimes yeah so good so that's typically how you can meal preps you can also make big batches of roasted veggies okay and just store them in the fridge you can roast up some sweet potato as a carb okay and keep that in the fridge so if sorry sorry. yeah go for it do you ever um freeze any of your meal prepping stuff I don't, only because I typically go through it, so I don't really have time to freeze it. Um, Typically, I'll, if you have any produce that's going bad in your fridge, the best way to use it up is to turn it into a soup. Okay. And you basically just throw the veggies in. You could use veggie broth, chicken broth, and boil it. Uh, puree it down add salt and pepper and that's it you have an amazing soup okay yeah and then you could freeze half of it that's Um, smart because sometimes i don't know what to do when something's going bad exactly i have a intended purpose for this exactly and yeah a lot of people they'll like a lot of the clients i've worked with they have the same issue. Mm-hmm. They have produce that's going bad. What do you do with it? And yeah. there's always something you could turn it into. Okay. And soup is the best way. Okay. Because you can make any type of vegetable soup. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can so, put it all together and then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then just put it in a blender or yeah. puree it up and then you have like a whole nother meal. Nice. And I always, the one thing I always keep in my fridge is hemp seeds. Do you have hemp okay. seeds in your fridge? I, I don't know if I have some right now. Yeah. But I normally do. Oh, yeah. they're amazing. Yeah, like the hemp hearts. Yeah. Yeah, or hemp, or they're hemp just, heart seeds, yeah. It's just a great quick protein. Like if I'm having soup, I'll just sprinkle some hemp seeds on top yeah. and it's a complete meal. Nice. So just little, little tricks like that that okay. make things a lot more simple that you can still have a successful lifestyle basically and then the other thing um that we said we are going to talk about was digestion okay because 
like I said, I work in a health store and people come in with digestive problems like bloating and gas and all these digestive issues all day, every day. Um, So one thing that's very popular right now is fermented foods. Okay. So the reason why... kefir? Exactly. So sauerkraut, kefir, coconut yogurt, or yogurt in general, Mm -hmm. um, kombucha, kimchi... I'm trying to say miso, like all of these things are fermented, okay. meaning that it has beneficial bacteria in it that's good for our gut. Okay. So consuming more of these foods will help your digestive system, but it also helps your immune system because our immune system is in our digestive system. Yeah. So if your digestion's out of whack, most likely you're getting sick a lot. So when people ask me, oh, I'm getting all these colds and I don't know what to do, I am automatically look at digestion. Okay. Um, so you can even do probiotics in a supplement form yeah, as well. Yeah, because I, I personally don't like those fermented foods. Yeah. Like I don't like the taste. So yeah. I have probiotics. Like I have acidophilus in yeah. my fridge and I just take it every day. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great. Just getting... Getting the beneficial bacteria back yeah. into our systems is really important because um, it's imbalanced by so many. Even the air we breathe yeah. can imbalance the bacteria in our gut. And I know that um, I've heard that Marines, went, before they go out to like, I don't know, to do what they do, yeah. basically months before and when they're out, they take probiotics every day. Amazing. Yeah, it just helps That's... their stomach and it helps them function. Yeah. Also, like, when you're traveling. Yeah. So a lot of companies make, most companies make uh, travel probiotics. Basically, okay. that just means they're shelf-stable because you should keep probiotics in the fridge. Yeah. Um, so when you're traveling, it's really important and a good idea to take probiotics yeah because the food in whatever country isn't always the same your body doesn't adapt exactly yeah and i'm the kind of person that i tend to get sick every time i go away so now since i haven't gone away since becoming a nutritionist so my next trip i will definitely be bringing probiotics with me i've i've done it like um I went to Colombia in the summer. Oh, amazing. The food is different. And also, I like here in Canada, I eat gluten free in Mm -hmm. general. And there, I didn't have the option. Like, I landed, I don't, I limit my dairy and gluten in Canada. And I landed there, and basically, my cousin had like cheese fondue with baguette. (laughs) And I was like, shit, this is my meal. And I, like, I don't eat this. Yeah. So, it's a little different because the food isn't as processed as it is yeah. here, but I definitely took those probiotics yeah. and it really helped me. Yeah. yeah, it's funny you say like how our food is so processed here because mm-hmm. even I know a couple people who, when they travel to Europe, mm-hmm. they can eat all the bread and pasta they want because yeah. their wheat is not processed the way it is here. So even if, unless you're celiac, certified celiac. Yeah. If you're just gluten sensitive or yeah. intolerant and you go to Europe, 
you can still eat there. So it's interesting with different parts of the world, yeah. how the food quality. I think it's also the pesticides they put totally. on the weed crops. And yeah. Everything. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a huge. I actually yeah. just had to do a parasite cleanse. Who God knows where those oh. came from. Um, but stemming back to the keto diet and yeah. doing carb-free with a parasite cleanse, you have to do... 100% no sugar, oh, no carbs, yeah. yet, and it's a month long, just over a month long. Okay. That was tricky. <laughs> it was oh my tricky. God, yeah. But it works. Yeah, I guess sometimes, yeah, depending what you have, you have to adjust. Crazy. Other things you can do to improve digestion is chew your food. That's really, like, the most simple thing you yeah. can do. Like, I know that I'm guilty of going to restaurants and being in and out in 45 minutes okay so just slow down yeah. chew your food like digestion starts in the mouth mm-hmm. so if you chew your food till it's basically a paste then it's taking away the work from your actual digestive system to have to break it down further because it's already yeah. broken down that's such a like good tip and simple and a lot of people don't think about it so, yeah. yeah but also i think a lot, like i'm guilty of it watching tv while eating my meals and not sitting at a table and practice that mindful eating you know really take the time to smell your food to taste your food and not just say okay i have 10 minutes to get something quick in mm-hmm. you know sometimes we are in those pressure situations yeah. where it's like i have to eat now or i'm not going to eat but really trying to practice mindful eating is really important and i do try like i said i'm kind of guilty i do watch tv while mm-hmm. i eat most I, of the time I, I do that too sometimes yeah, yeah it's just I don't know what it is. Well, especially like if you're, when you're growing up, you have your family, you're like at the table with them, so you talk. But if you're by yourself, then it's, you don't really have anyone yeah, to talk like, to. Yeah, like I'm so not going to sit TV. at the table, like across from like no one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I get that. But yeah, just slowing it down while yeah. you're watching whatever you're watching. Exactly. And some people even will take a little breather before they eat a meal and even just say a little, almost like a little gratitude Mm -hmm. for the food. You know, we're very lucky to be able to have access to incredible good quality food here. Mm -hmm. So I know one of my friends, she does like a little like deep breath, do a little gratitude, and then it kind of sets your mind up for slowing down. Okay. Because as a society, we're just constantly going and going and going. So it's important to make that little bit of time for yourself just to stop. I have the opposite problem. I eat so slowly. (laughs) Yeah. Do you? I don't know. That's great, though. Yeah. I guess it's good for my stomach. But sometimes it's like, oh, my God, I wish this, like, process would be faster. Oh, my God. So I'll be in the kitchen for, like, an hour making... Mm -hmm. the most gourmet, delicious dinner, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then I'll eat it in like two minutes. I'm like the complete opposite. And then so I slaved in the kitchen yeah. making this meal, but I don't take the time to enjoy the meal. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that I need to work on as well is slowing down and yeah. kind of practice mindful eating. 
And then do you drink fluids while you're eating? I don't, okay. unless I'm having some wine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> unless I'm having wine, then yeah. I'll have that with my meal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do it purposely. Okay. It's just I, I've never really been a huge gulping water while I eat my meals. Okay. But yeah, it's better to take little sips rather than gulp water okay. or any beverage because it basically dilutes your stomach acid. Okay. So Is that good or bad? Uh, bad. Okay. You want potent stomach acid to okay. break down your food. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's better to have like little sips and then when you're done eating, then you can drink all the water you want in the world. And okay. also, even that, like hydration is really important as well. Yeah, it's good for everything. Yeah. Because we're made of water. Exactly. Yeah. So even with foods like cucumber and celery, eating foods that contain a lot of water in it. Okay. But I try and aim for about eight, nine cups a day. Okay. Which is sometimes tricky. Yeah. Especially because then you have to go to the washroom a lot. Oh my god, I hated that when I was teaching. You can't go to the bathroom whenever you want. Yeah, because you can't leave the class. Oh, yeah, that was. I really didn't like that. Yeah, anyway, so you got to yeah. like drink a lot of water like before. Or no, I like stopped drinking water then because like you can't go to the bathroom or yeah. you like, have to call the principal to come watch the class. But anyways, yeah, um, I, w- I actually wonder how how my teacher friends do that. I feel like. In general, I think teachers look older. <laughs> I think it well, it's probably the stress and because yeah. lack of water. I think. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but anyways, that's side note. Side note. <laughs> um, some teachers look very young and beautiful. <laughs> don't don't like. Not all teachers are old. <laughs> no, of course not. But yeah, I think to get all your water, like having a giant bottle. Yeah. Helps. So. Also flavoring your water too. Okay, you can put like different like cucumbers totally like sometimes i'll do mint is my favorite i love mint and water um even putting some berries like fresh blackberries or raspberries um because i know like water's water Mm -hmm. it's boring we don't like to drink it well i don't like to drink it so yeah i i kind of force myself to Mm -hmm. chug back water um Especially when I've eaten something really salty. Like when I go to the movies and yeah. I get popcorn, I need to chug as much water yeah. as I can. Um, but yeah, I, I love flavoring water. It just makes it, it makes you feel like you're just having something a little yeah. bit more refreshing. Or like a tropical. Yeah. Like could, I guess you could do that with um, frozen berries totally. or frozen fruit. Yeah. Like if you don't have the time to cut things. You yeah. Yeah. Just- Put it in and you can it. also use uh, have you heard of the soda stream oh yeah yeah so to make it like fizzy and exactly okay. so you can make your i've made my own like lemon fizzy water and i okay. sometimes will put like a little maple syrup in it to make Ooh. it like a little sweet okay. so instead of going for pop and that mm-hmm. stuff you can make your own beverages at home that are carbonated it's okay. amazing that's really smart yeah because pop Pop is really bad for you. Like, everything that there is in it is... Yeah. Yeah. I... Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I still love a good Sprite here mm-hmm. and there. Um, that's my go-to. But I've never really been a huge pop drinker. Yeah. 
what my mom used to do when we were younger is she would she would buy Diet Coke, okay. but she would keep it in the fridge in the garage. So if you wanted one, you had to get up, go outside, and go into oh. the garage to get it, which half of the time we didn't want to do because we were lazy. Okay. That's <laughs> a good tip. Yeah. So have the food that's, like, more unhealthy, like, far away. So yeah. It's an so effort it, yeah. It. And half of the time I didn't want to get up to get it so I just didn't have it (laughs) yeah so I know like also coke is really good for taking rust off cars and cleaning toilets apparently oh really I saw a YouTube video where he poured a can uh one of the two liter bottles of coke okay into his toilet flushed it and it was like brand new so it's crazy to think that if something can do that what is it doing to your body yeah and it's just the amount of sugar like i remember when i was starting to get really into health Mm -hmm. and wellness my dinner plate would literally be a chicken breast with steamed broccoli and a half a sweet potato with nothing on it like yeah like i was always afraid of putting fat i was afraid of salt but it's interesting now learning how important those things are for our body, but it's sugar. Mm-hmm. Sugar is the one thing that's detrimental to our health because we just consume the so much of it. Yeah. And, yeah, so much. And don't get me wrong, I still candy is like life. Like I, <laughs> I'm so guilty of going to a Seven Eleven and okay. you know the twenty five cent candies. Okay, I'll go in with like five bucks and. Oh put, God. Yeah, and Jelly Bellies. Okay. I love Jelly Bellies. But they're very expensive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of just stems back to the balance too. Yeah, just in moderation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sugar is one thing that I do watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't not eat it. Um, but I do like to find alternatives like the coconut nectar and the coconut sugar. Yeah. My new one that I really like is monk fruit sweetener. So basically, it's the same thing as stevia, except instead of stevia, it's from monk fruit. So it doesn't affect your blood sugar levels, but it doesn't have that bitter aftertaste that stevia does. I don't like like stevia. I don't like. I would rather have white sugar than have stevia. Like I don't like it at all. Um, But monk fruit doesn't Mm. have that weird aftertaste, so I love it. It's so good. And I heard recently, like lucuma, it's like a fruit from Peru. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet, but I heard that that. It does similar things to what it you're does. Saying. So it's very mineral rich. Um, okay. I actually have some in my fridge. It's a powder. Okay. Um, I sometimes put it in my smoothies just okay. for the minerals. Um, but it's low glycemic as well. That's so cool. So, you know so much about all. These, I like, love the one and foods. And- the one thing about nutrition that I really love is product. Okay. Like I. I actually, before I started working at a health store, I actually banned myself from going to health stores (laughs) because I would go in for, let's say I need a can of coconut milk. Uh So I'd go in for one like $5 item and I'd spend $200 because what I do is I walk up and down every single aisle and I read. 
and I just look at all the products and that's the one thing that I love. Okay. Um, it's like when people are like makeup junkies, they have like yeah. products. So you do that with nutrition. Yeah. Like my favorite thing is to try new and find new products. Mm-hmm. Um, right now there's these, my friend's actually bringing them home from Florida for me because you can't get them here. Okay. It's the company's called Siete okay. and they make grain free tortillas and tortilla chips okay so they're made from uh cassava which is a root um they have other flavors too okay but i'm dying to try the tortillas okay so just like things like that that i don't know it just excites me yeah (laughs) there's something about like healthy products that i just absolutely love that's good yeah and it's good for you Yeah. yeah exactly but it is very expensive yeah, <laughs> so, health products can be very expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like the other day, someone came into the store I work at and she bought Manuka honey. Mm-hmm. And it was $93 because it, Manuka honey is very expensive to yeah. begin with, but there's different degrees of Manuka honey and she bought the h- highest one. Oh my God. So she bought like the platinum one, which is very medicinal in properties. Mm-hmm. But it was ninety three dollars. That's too much. And then that's on me, one that's, product. No, that's too much. Like, I think something when you're talking about honey, honey is so good for you, mm-hmm. especially raw honey. Yes. From wherever you are geographically. So let's say you're in Toronto, in Ontario, like have a honey that's from Ontario. Yeah. If you're in Quebec, have a honey from Quebec. If you're in I don't know where, somewhere else in the world. Have a honey that's from there. Yeah. Because it just, like, it helps your immune system. Yeah. Because you're you're taking the honey from that environment. Yeah, I love honey. Yeah. It's so good. I typically, because there's different types of raw honey. So there's, okay. like, raw. Have you ever seen the raw honey that's solid? So that is raw honey. So that's, so yeah. unprocessed. Exactly. Yeah. So that is... All the it's raw, but it's also unfiltered. Yeah. So it has like the B propolis. It has the royal jelly. It has all the components yeah. that contribute to help, like antibacterial, antiviral. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also get raw honey that's been filtered. Oh. So that's okay. the honey that's in liquid form, but it's still unpasteurized. So technically, it's still raw, oh. but it's raw and filtered so it doesn't have the propolis and the royal jelly and the pollen so it's better yeah so it's better to get the raw honey that's solid although it's not as convenient because you can't mix it as easily Mm -hmm. but it is better to get the solid one okay i guess if you want it to be more convenient you could always like like take a spoonful and put it in the microwave for a little bit you could yeah, yeah, totally. Or you could, yeah. Or just buy the, unfil- the filtered one. Yeah. It's still raw. It still benefits our yeah. health. Yeah, it, like even taking a spoonful of it raw if you're sick or something. So what I do is, it sounds really gross, but okay. I'll take a teaspoon of raw honey mm-hmm. and I'll chop up some raw garlic okay. and I'll put it in and eat it because the garlic is also antibacterial. So it helps to kind of kill anything else. I've done, you know what, when I've been sick, I've eaten raw garlic and then had honey after to like 
Because it's it burns your throat. It does. Yeah, so it's, it's really good spicy. To, like, coat it. Yeah. And honey is also so good for your skin. Yes. Like insane. Like, and even burns. If you like burn yourself on a pot and you start getting a blister. Yeah. Like put honey on it. And the blister goes away. Yeah, no, honey is... It's insane. It's amazing. I always make sure I have some around. And I actually know a couple uh, people who own... um, It's called Beekeepers Naturals. I don't know if you've heard of them. They make the most incredible honey. It's all... It's local. Nice. Um, And they actually make a propolis spray that's amazing for the throat. So I use that whenever I'm sick. Because you could just spray it all day long. And the antibacterial helps kill whatever's going yeah it's, it's amazing cool so thank you very much for coming on the podcast thanks for having me and i'm super excited for everyone to see the recipes that yes. you're going to give us that will be on the website that's exciting and yeah so make sure you go to our website www.mybestlifepodcast.com and where can people find you so you can find me at my website, www.shaunamnutrition.com. Okay, so how um, do you spell Shauna? So S-H-A-U-N-A-M, okay. as in mom, nutrition.com. Okay, cool. You could also find me on Instagram, but we'll put all my handles and everything up on yeah, perfect. your website. Okay, awesome. So thanks so much for coming. Thank you. It was and, fun. Yeah, and until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>